Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Secret of the Ages by Robert Collier, published in 1926. First came the Stone Age, when life was for the strong of arm and the fleet of foot. Then there was the Iron Age, and while life was more precious, still the strong lorded it over the weak. Later came the Golden Age, and riches took the place of strength, but the poor found little choice between the slave driver's whips of olden days and the grim weapons of poverty and starvation. Now we are entering a new age, the mental age, when every person can be their own master, when poverty and circumstance no longer hold power, and the lowliest individual in the land can win a place side by side with the highest. To those who do not know the resources of mind, these will sound like outlandish statements, but science proves beyond question that in the wellsprings of every person's mind are unplumbed depths, undiscovered deposits of energy, wisdom, and ability. Sound these depths, bring these treasures to the surface, and you gain an astounding wealth of new power. From the rough canoes of indigenous people to the jet airliners of today, is but a step in development of mind. From the lowly cave dweller, cowering in their burrow in fear of lightning, or fire or flood, to the mechanical engineer of today, is but a measure of difference in mental development. Through our superior minds, we have learned to make fire to keep ourselves warm weapons with which to defend ourselves from predators, 
habitations to protect ourselves from the elements. Through mine we have conquered the forces of nature. Through mine we have made machinery that can do the work of millions of horses and billions of hands. What we will do next, no one knows, for humanity is just beginning to awaken to its own powers. We are just getting an inkling of the unfathomed riches buried deep in our own minds. Like the gold seekers of 49, we have panned the surface gravel for the gold swept down by the streams. Now we are starting to dig deeper to the pure vein beneath. People bemoan the loss of our forests. They worry over our dwindling resources of coal and oil. They decry the waste in our factories. But the greatest waste of all, they pay no attention to. The waste of our potential mind power. William James, the world-famous Harvard psychologist, estimated that the average person uses only 10% of their mental power. We have unlimited power, yet we use but a tiny portion of it. Unlimited wealth is all about us. We don't know how to take hold of it. With God-like powers slumbering within us, we are content to continue in our daily grind, eating, sleeping, working, plodding through an existence little more eventful than the animals. While all of our nature, all of life, calls upon us to awaken, to bestir ourselves. The power to be what you want to be, to get what you desire, to accomplish whatever you are striving for, abides within you. It rests with you only to bring it forth and put it to work. Of course you must know how to do that, but before you can learn how to use it, you must realize that you possess this power. So our first objective is to get acquainted with this power within. Psychologists and metaphysicians the world over agree. The mind is what counts. You can be whatever you make up your mind to be. Within you is a power which, properly grasped and directed, can lift you out of the rut of mediocrity and place you among the best who live the entrepreneurs and scientists, the writers and artists, the doctors and teachers, the doers and the thinkers. It rests with you only to learn to use this power which is yours. Your body is for all practical purposes merely a machine which the mind uses. Mind is usually thought of as consciousness. But the conscious part of your mind is in fact the very smallest part of it. 90% of your mental life is the subconscious. So when you make active use of only the conscious part of your mind, you are using but a fraction of your real ability. You are running in low gear. And the reason why more people do not achieve success in life is because so many of them are content to run in low gear all their lives. That is, on surface energy. 
If these sane people would only throw into the fight the force of their subconscious minds, they would be amazed of their undreamed of capacity for winning success. When you say, I see, I hear, I smell, I touch, it is your conscious mind that is saying this, for it is the force governing the five physical senses. It is the part of the mind with which you feel and reason. It is the mind with which you do business. It controls, to a great extent, all your voluntary muscles. It discriminates between right and wrong, wise and foolish. It can plan ahead and get things done as it plans, or it can drift along haphazardly, a creature of impulse at the mercy of events, a mere bit of flotsam in the current of life. It is also through your conscious mind that you can reach the subconscious and the universal mind. Your conscious mind is the porter at the door, the watchman at the gate. It is the conscious mind that the subconscious looks for all its impressions. It depends on the conscious mind for the teamwork necessary to get successful results. You wouldn't look for good scores from a ball team whose pitcher was at odds with the catcher. In the same way, you can't expect results from the subconscious when your conscious mind is full of fear or worry, or when it does not know what it wants. One of the most important tasks for your conscious mind is to center your thoughts on the thing you want and to shut the door on every suggestion of fear or worry or disease. If you gain the ability to do that, nothing else is impossible to you. Your mind is master of your body. It directs and controls every function of your body. Your body is in effect a little universe in itself. A mind is its radiating center, the sun that gives light and life to all your system, and around which the whole revolves. Here is a question for you. Do you know how much salt you lose through perspiration? Do you know how much water, how much salt, how much of each different element in your food should be absorbed into your body each day to maintain perfect health? No? Well, it need not worry you. Neither does anyone else. Not even the greatest physicists and chemists and mathematicians. But your subconscious mind knows. And it doesn't have to stop to figure it out. It does it almost automatically. It is a lightning calculator. And this is but one of thousands of such jobs it performs every hour of the day. The greatest mathematicians in the land, the most renowned chemists, could never do in a year's time the complex problems, which your subconscious mind solves every minute. And it doesn't matter whether you've studied mathematics, or chemistry, or any other of the sciences. From the moment of your birth, your subconscious mind solves all these problems for you.
while you are struggling along with the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. It is doing problems that would leave your teachers dumbfounded. It planned and built your body from infancy on up. It repairs it. It operates it. It has almost unlimited power. Not merely for putting you and keeping you in perfect health, but for acquiring all the good things of life. If you would intelligently turn yourself over to this wonderful power, all your business and personal affairs in the same way that you turn over to it the mechanism of your body, no goal would be too great for you to strive for. Dr. Carl Jung claimed that the subconscious mind contains not only all the knowledge that it has gathered during the life of the individual, but that in addition it contains all the wisdom of past ages. By drawing upon this wisdom and power, the individual may possess any good thing of life, from health and happiness to riches and success. You see, the subconscious mind is the connecting link between the Creator and ourselves, between the universal mind and our conscious mind. It is the means by which we can appropriate to ourselves all the good gifts, all the riches and abundance which the universal mind has created in such profusion. The geniuses of literature and art, of commerce and government, politics and invention, are according to the scientists, but ordinary people like you and me, who have learned somehow some way to draw upon the power of their subconscious minds. Sir Isaac Newton is reported to have acquired his marvelous knowledge of mathematics and physics with no serious conscious effort. Mozart said his beautiful symphonies just came to him. Descartes had no ordinary formal education. To quote Dr. Thomas J. Hudson, Few understand or appreciate that the vast storehouse of knowledge and power of the subconscious mind can be drawn upon at will. Now and then through intense concentration or very active desire, we do accidentally penetrate to the realm of the subconscious and register our thought upon it. Such thoughts are almost invariably realized. The trouble is that as often as not it is our negative thoughts, our fears, that penetrate the subconscious. And these are realized just as surely as the positive thoughts. What we must manage to do is learn to communicate only such thoughts as we wish to see realized to our subconscious mind. If we think thoughts that place our attention on the positive, the cheerful, the hopeful, thoughts that lift up rather than tear down. We will begin attracting to ourselves all the good things of life.